Good morning, good morning. It's Logan from AntiochSpeaks.com, live in this holiday season, getting ready to celebrate the birth of our Savior in just a couple days. Listen, we're on here. We're sharing podcasts every day. This is our daily devotional, and uh, you, you can find this on a lot of different places, but wherever you're listening from, make sure you go on our social, go on Facebook, go on YouTube, go on Instagram and follow us. we got a lot of good content coming out, and we've got a great topic today. I'm here with my partner, Brent. And we're about to kick off. All right. Welcome back to Antioch Speaks Daily Devotional for Wednesday morning, mm. the week before Christmas. Twas the week before Christmas. And all through the house, not a creature was working, not Biddy or me. Come on. Um, so today, you, you want me to start or you're going to start? So we've been talking about God has given us everything, everything we need to live a godly life. God has given us access to flee temptation, the power to do that. Amen. But today we're going to talk about God has given us everything we need to access Him and to fellowship with Him. God has given all the provisions for us to dwell in His presence. Without dying. Without dying. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so I'll start because of that, because that's a good segue. Yeah. I'll start with Exodus 26.33. Hang the curtain from the clasps and place the Ark of the Covenant law behind the curtain. The curtain will separate the holy place from the most holy place. Now, the whole uh, significance of that curtain was to protect the unrighteous. Yeah, so a little background, right? So this is Exodus. Moses has just come out of Israel's captivity. They're in this wilderness. They're like, where are we going? What are we doing? And God's like, Hey, let's let's build a tent for my presence first. It's like good idea, right? Yeah. So in the process of that, this is where we pick up the story is there's a there's a there's an outer court, inner court, holy of holy place, right? But there's a curtain to where the holy of holy place is. That was significant because that's where God's presence was. Right, okay. And so God says, Yeah, Moses put up this curtain and it was a protection. It was it was a protection from us because we didn't have the ability to be in God's presence because there was no uh, fancy word propitiation of sin. Okay, correct. Yeah, so yeah. we we're still still in the flesh, still sinning, but we're trying to get into presence. and And God's like, "All right, humanity, I'm going to tell Moses, let's put up a curtain in my tabernacle, and we're going to make this work, and we're gonna we're gonna figure this out." And so He does. And that way, there's protection from His presence basically smiting you if you had broken any of the law of yeah. Moses. One sin and you came into that presence, you were you'd be done. Gone. So yeah, in the Old Testament, Jesus is in the Old Testament. He's he's there, but you gotta look in the details. And it's so beautiful because Moses he was he was the first person to really set set the foundation for the Israel nation. And he's a, all he's, through my upbringing, when it came to religion, Judaism, Christianity, Catholicism, my understanding was the Jews just were divided from God and just couldn't stand God, and, and Moses kept trying to correct them. And then uh, later, you know, uh, Isaac and, and everybody else just kept trying to get the, you know, Nehemiah, and everybody just kept trying to get the Jews God. But when I'm studying it myself and going through it in my own time, I'm realizing they did want to be in the presence of God. Yeah, The Israelites wanted to worship God for their uh, 
uh, emancipation or their exodus from Egypt. They wanted to worship God for uh, being delivered into their own land. They, they did want to be in the presence of God. It's just if they ate the wrong food, touched an unclean carcass, uh, whatever, they would die if they came. That's how mighty and magnificent our God really is, which is another flip side. On one side, you think the Israelites didn't care for God at all. And on another side right now, I think this generation sees God as this um, fortune giver, this uh, a genie in a bottle, just right. loves you and is grace all the time. And, and, and really, if you read the Old Testament, God was mighty and had a oh, mighty yeah, come hand. On. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's definitely some scary stuff when you look into the Old Testament. You're like, whoa, people really died when they tried to mingle with God's presence and they weren't done through the rituals. Like it's so crazy. Only one person one time a year could go behind that curtain. Man, that's how much that's pressure would deal. that, would you be able one to do that? Person, one time a year would probably never be me. It wouldn't it probably would never be me either. Yeah. And if it was me, I'd be scared. You'd be afraid when it was your turn. Because to go the I'd be like, oh gosh, is there any sin in me? I've already done this repentance. And I've done this offering. I've done that offering. <laughs> did I check the list? Did I? Did I? Uh, oh, I coveted my neighbor's uh, cattle. Oh, geez. Gone. No, anyway. But. That's good. No, I think this is good because we're talking about provision. We're talking about the Lord providing and, and making a way for us to live a godly life. We're talking about this week. God making a way for us to uh, uh, get out of temptation and now bring it full circle. The Lord has provided a way for us to worship him freely and be in his presence. Let's talk about it. Amen. So Old Testament, God has this tabernacle. He has this set up. But the New Testament, Jesus Jesus has done something incredible for us. And I want to read a scripture that kind of points to that fact. It's Hebrews chapter 10. And I'm going to read a couple verses, but it starts in Hebrews 10 verse 19. And I'm reading out of the NLT. And it says, And so, dear brothers and sisters, we can boldly enter heaven's most holy place because of the blood of Jesus. By his death, Jesus opened a new and life-giving way through the curtain into the most holy place. There's that word curtain again. Verse 21, And since we have a great high priest who rules over God's house, let us go right into the presence of God with sincere, sincere hearts, Fully trusting him. This scripture to me, I'm going to steal a word from, from Daddy-O, if I can, is phenomenal. Phenomenal. It's phenomenal. Beautiful. To I bring it. it back, to have, you know, Moses uh, writing so far back in Exodus. I mean, we're talking thousands of years. And then, you know, obviously, uh, Hebrews, we, we're really not sure who the author is, maybe right. Paul, whatever. But to have him bring it back and, 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 and say, like, the exact most high, most holy place. That's phenomenal. Dude, isn't it crazy? Okay, think about this. Just just this one fact, and it's kind of minimal. Most people probably don't even think about it. There was one high priest one time a year that could go into God's presence. And then, you know, 70, 80 years, that guy's dead. You got a new high priest. <laughs> and then that guy has to do this one thing one time a year. But now it says that Jesus is the high priest. Jesus is the high and priest. And he's been the high priest over 2,000 years. And what I like about you you drawing this in is if you are studying your Bible and you're in the Old Testament and it seems Leviticus is doom and gloom, every time Leviticus mentions the high priest who will atone for your sin, think of Jesus. Jesus has made the way. Think of Jesus. God has provided a way through Jesus. So that we can have fellowship with him. 
So this is the most beautiful thing. So we go back to this. Let, let me break it down for you. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to run. I'll be right back. Uh, <laughs> take a lap. Like, take right a lap now, right I'm, I, I don't know about anybody else, but I'm getting like... My spirit's charged. God is in... We're in the presence of God freely through Jesus' blood. By his death, verse 20, Jesus opened a new and life-giving way through the curtain into the most holy place. It's a new thing that he did because the Jewish people, Moses' people, and in that time, if they would have had what we have, they probably would have been ready, charged up, and ready to go take up all their promised land in Israel, but they just weren't ready because they, you know, sometimes sin is a trap in your mind. Yeah. And I think a lot of us, we think about this like, you know, can we really have access and fellowship with God? Well, yeah, you can. Yeah. And the beauty of it is, what Jesus did in his blood, the repentance, the confession of sins that we've been talking about the last couple of days has given us this, this way to come into him and say, God, I, I, here I am. Amen. Let's, let's fellowship together. It's so beautiful. And it's that it's, he basically says, yeah, what Moses had set up the little curtain to separate me and you. Yeah. It is no more. Yeah. It is no more. It's not there. And here's, so this brought to mind a scripture or, you know, a general idea when we were talking about this, right, is, so um, you you go, Exodus, Moses writes Exodus to us, and then you go thousands of years forward to Paul or, or the author of Hebrews telling us, like, now he's made a way. And we're both talking about it, and it's absolutely wonderful that we have this, that we have a pathway. And I don't think people, you know, a lot of times people hear the gospel of Jesus Christ, but they don't realize what it really meant to the Jews because most of us are Gentile here. You know, yeah. Most of us yeah. don't understand, right? So I, I, I thought of that, and I, and I wanted to read this, is for, for uh, Colossians chapter 1. I'm going to start at 20, verse 24. Go ahead. Now this is Paul. Now I rejoice in what I am suffering for you. And I fill up my flesh what is still lacking in regard to Christ's afflictions for the sake of his body, which is the church. And in 25, I have become its servant by the commission God gave me to present to you the word of God in its fullness. 26, the gospel, the mystery that has been kept hidden for ages and generations, mm. but is now disclosed to the Lord's people. To them God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ's blood made a way for us to be in the presence of God, and that is revealing. That's Paul telling the Gentiles, that's the great mystery. That's yes. it. When you're when you're wondering about his great mysteries and his passion, God gave us a way to be in his presence with all our inequity, all our infirmities, all our guilt and shame, like you were saying. We don't get smote. Is smote is smote the smote, right yeah, way? Yeah, yeah, we don't get smote. We smoked. don't get smote. Smitten. Smitten. <laughs> yeah, and you know, that makes me think. I think it was Isaiah that prophesied, or maybe Ezekiel, but it said that there, there will come a time where God will write His law on our hearts. It's mm, good, and that's how we'll know Him, and that's know who, who, who's, who's the children of God is those who have His Word written across the tablet of their heart. You know, it says, "I'll give you a heart of flesh for a heart of stone," all that stuff. And it's like, man, how, how else could He do that? I think about this. Think about this thought right here. If God, when He writes His law, 
what did he do? It says the it says in Exodus when he wrote the Ten Commandments to Moses, yeah. he wrote it with his, with his finger. finger. How else could God write in the tablet on your heart, write his law, unless it was with his finger? But how can you get to to that point where you're so close to him? Jesus had to make a way so Ooh. that we could come near, so he could touch us, touch our hearts with his finger. And, that's and write his law. And that, you see, okay, so and then you fast forward into Acts, or you read into Acts, and it says that the Holy Spirit pricked the heart, right? So in this thing, people talk about predestination and all the great mysteries. Again, keep the key word here is mysteries, all the great mysteries. Is The predestination is this. If you're listening to our voice right now, and you know Jesus is Lord and the King of Kings, and by that faith you are saved, he wrote that in your heart. Yeah. Time. Yeah. Otherwise, you'd be struggling with it. Yeah. It's it's insane. It's so awesome. A sovereign God has come in a lowly form to make Himself of no great appearance, of great affection. You know, it says that He was, He's just He's just the the carpenter's son. Everybody looks at Him like, oh, it's just Joseph's son. Oh, it's just this random dude. You know, from our hometown. But no, He came they as did a man that too, didn't they? Isn't yeah. He just, isn't this just a yeah. carpenter? Yeah. He came in the form of a man, taking on our our very own temptation, our very own sin nature, and never yet did he sway off to the left or to the right. He walked his never course. Never thought of selfish ambition. Yeah, just just lived perfectly, and that was when his blood was finally poured out on the cross, that the blood made a way so that you, I, anyone watching can have access and fellowship with God. The Father relationship, reconciliation to the Father. Human mankind through the blood of Jesus has now been reconciled to the Father, the Creator, the mighty counselor. The 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 uh what does it say? The um ah oh man what is he? Something of heaven's armies. The Lord of heaven's yeah, armies. Come on, yeah, man. come on. The King of glory. King of king. King of the world. The glory of Israel. Glory of Israel. Come on, the names of God. Oh man. The names Follow of our God. Facebook page for the names of God. We're that we're on going right on. Now. Yeah. yeah. In, it's, I mean, that's, it's so awesome, greatest mystery, and it transfers, right? This love he had for mankind that he gave the, the, this passage with the blood is he, the, Paul likens it to marriage, mm. and I think it's so beautiful, and it's so passionate because when you're in love with a woman, there's a passion there that you yeah. go through all these, uh, you, you called it rituals five, six minutes ago. You go through these things with her to court her, to make a way to where she has a relationship with you. And it's that's what the Lord did with us. And I just think it's it's what Jesus does with the church. And it it, it makes me want to run. It makes me want to weep. Jump. Dance, yeah, it, it's like it's all of the things, right? It's <laughs> it's so it's such a a cool thing to be a part of. Amen. Great mystery. What a way to start our day. Come on. Yeah, man. Happy Wednesday, the middle of the week, hump day. Hey yo. That's awesome. Well, we got five days till Christmas. Five days till Christmas. Just a couple more work days, and then we're going to be celebrating the Lord. And if if you've never heard this story before, and this is something new to you, write us. Um, you can you know go on Facebook and go on Instagram and, and interact with us there, uh, and you know we'll we'll talk to you. We'll, we'll you know we'll figure out how you can take uh, what is it the blood applied? Yeah, the blood. You applied. can apply the blood to this relationship with the creator of all 
Wipe away all the sin. All your sin, all your iniquities. Be reconciled, be restored in faith. He'll provide you. I know you think when we say he'll provide you, you think, oh, he'll provide me with a car to get to work. He'll provide me with a promotion. He'll provide me with a spouse. No, he'll provide you with a way to live godly, and he'll provide you without in temptation, and he'll provide you with a relationship with the God of the world, Amen. the glory of Israel. You ready to close? I'm going to close with, you want to close with Matthew 27? Yeah. 27:51. This is the last verse. This is the icing on top. Matthew 27, verse 51. This is when Jesus was on the cross. And it was at that moment, the curtain in the sanctuary of the temple was torn in two. Woo! From top to bottom, the earth shook and the rocks split apart. Hallelujah. That is the good news. If, you are, if you're new to this, the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ is God made a way when there was no way for you to safely come in his presence. And, come on. Oh, my gosh. That is good news. Come on. And what other God? What other God leaves his throne to wash our feet? What other God, who would you want to serve? What other God would you want to serve? There is no other one for me. Amazing grace. All the Ooh, cliches. Come on. This is why we say them. This is why I, this is why I worship. Because it's a miracle. It's reality. You, you find me in my iniquity, I would have died in the presence of the Lord. But today, today I get to praise him. I get to worship. I get to bring petition to him. He knows every need, but I get to come to him and tell him, Father, I'm in need. Father, I need your power to get me through another temptation. And he does it. Amen. The come blood on. of Jesus.